0: about things
1: what are we going to talk about
0: well did you want to just pick a topic and talk or did you want to like play something and
1: well i I didn't i i didn't think that we would play things because i think the thing that makes what we do unique is the fact that we kind of ramble on pretentiously about a single topic for a long time (laughs) and uh so you know that will happen over time i'm sure naturally because we can't help ourselves why do, Why do you think that we should record ourselves talking about video games, probably? I
0: don't know, because we have good conversations, generally, Yeah. about video games. We,
1: we've established that we have good conversations about video games, probably, sometimes.
0: Okay, we both really like video games, but in spite of the fact that we share a lot of hobbies, we tend to have extremely different opinions on basically everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're clipping like crazy. I, I wish I knew how to adjust the. Uh, that looks a little bit better. Talk again, Andy. Oh, I'm I'm clipping again. We'll have to get better at this. I think. Yeah. I'll just go back to normal, and then we'll worry about this later. Well, I'm doing because we don't know what fine. we're doing.
0: I'm doing just fine. You're doing just fine. I'm doing my job perfectly.
1: Yes, you're sitting sitting here in in our in our game room, surrounded by old video games. Talking talking about about not video games yet
0: like a boss yeah okay
1: <laughs> so okay so i i have a list of things that we might use to introduce ourselves to so what is your first memory of video games andy
0: my first memory of video games um i remember going over to a friend's house and they remember their house really well because they were uh from korea and always had korean food around and they had mario uh, mario 2 and duck hunt and we used to go over to play the video games all the time because we were too poor to have any and that that's actually how my brother and i got into video games for the first several years we played them was just befriending people who owned them and you know, stealing the video game time when we were at their houses.
1: And what, why did you want to play with their video games and not their other random toys and things?
0: Well, I mean, we got a lot of other random toys and things ourselves given to us, but video games were like just they weren't available or people at the church thought they were bad. I don't know. that was that was like a special thing it was that we could get from having friends. Um, but I mostly remember Mario 2. Maybe Mario 3. That's Mario the...
1: 2, like, picking picking vegetables out, out of the ground and yeah, throwing yeah. Them at your enemies.
0: Well, what was your first memory of video games?
1: My first memory of video games. So, like, Dad had computers all the time, right? And we had some weird PC, and we had a Commodore 64 that I am sure we had games on. And, like, uh, my first, first memory is probably, like, playing Radar Rat Race, which I later found out was made by Satori Iwata um, on the Commodore with Mom. It's this terrible, uh, I guess it's a remake of some game that you play with a car or, you know, your avatar is a car, but instead you play uh, this weird maze game with a mouse while you run around and try and collect cheese and avoid cats while Three Blind Mice plays horribly over and over and over again in the background. Uh, I think
0: you've shown me this game. Yeah,
1: it's 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 one of those things. Uh but when I actually think about what my modern you know, whatever, what video games mean to me today, the first memory that comes up is going over to the, the Zerings, which were family friends of ours, and they had a uh and, and not like the the kids, not the people our age, the father had an an NES that had uh, Mario and Zelda, and I wanted to play Zelda, but I was told that I was too young and I could only play Mario, and looking back on it, I'm pretty sure that he just didn't want me to wreck a save game, but well, yeah. Uh, yeah, at the time, <laughs> it was very sad, because as cool as Mario was, I really wanted to play Zelda, and that that's kind of stuck with me, because right? I've, I've, I've kind of always wanted to play Zelda.
0: So I realized I was wrong. Yeah. I, d- I, mean, I do remember going over to people's houses to play the cool video games. But my mom owned an Atari.
1: That's right. We found yeah. that Atari when your parents moved.
0: So my first memories are actually probably tanks and bowling on the Atari. And mm. I can I figured and by tanks out you mean combat. Yeah. Sorry, we just always called it tanks. Yeah. Um And I have specific remem- memories of learning that we could kind of mess up the bowling game so that we could get. A strike every time? That's
1: interesting because I had a little Tiger Electronics game that I found out that if I pulled the start button out a little bit and then pushed it back in, it would short out the game and give me a strike for the first frame, and I thought that I was really clever until I accidentally pulled too hard and pulled the start button out of it, and it was broken, and then my parents were disappointed in me.
0: Oh, no. No, that (laughs) didn't happen to us. Although, I probably remember bowling so well because... A guy crashed into the big church sign in our front yard while we were playing it. Cool. When I was little. So, like, he w- he was drunk and passed out on a riding lawnmower and crashed into this giant brick sign for the church. It's so much better it that it's over. a lawnmower. <laughs> I know, car. right? Um, I, I, I think my memory was that he was drunk, but he definitely passed out. And we watched, like, him crash into this thing through the big front window while playing the Atari. So maybe I wouldn't remember this if it wasn't for Drunk Guy and Lawnmower. Fantastic.
1: I mean, it's either that or you were just prophetic and knew that that bowling would be such an important game to video gaming with with the advent of the Wii. Yeah. I'm sure it was that.
0: I bought the Wii for the bowling game. Mm -hmm. Totally. Which is a total lie because I never bought the Wii. I just played yours. That's
1: true. (laughs) You know, it's interesting that you say that, that you played the Wii for bowling uh, because my roommate came uh, came home one day to find me playing two player uh Wii tennis by myself with a Wiimote in each hand and he thought that was the saddest thing he'd ever seen.
0: Just a little sad. Yeah, maybe a little bit.
1: <laughs> but I wanted the high score.
0: <laughs> it makes it worse. <laughs> you were just bored.
1: Well, I kind of was bored, but you know, I was there alone and it was it was harder, so it was fun.
0: But did you taunt yourself?
1: Uh, I don't recall taunting myself. I think I was taunted when, when my roommate came well, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would taunt so. you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so, so what? Like, do you consider bowling and combat and and that kind of thing formative for you? Like, when you think of why you like video games, do you think back to those games, or is there another game that you think back to for why that is? <laughs>
0: I mean, not specifically, if anything, it's that video games were always this one thing I could play with my brother and Ike and I didn't have a a whole lot of, um, shared interests, I guess. The two things we did were we played video games and we built volcanoes in our sandbox. Um <laughs> like what it and is one for. of
1: those has stuck with you in life, <laughs> yeah, right, well, and it's definitely the sandbox volcanoes
0: i could I could still do that if you'd let me we have could. a sandbox, yeah, um, but the real i mean you're gonna hate this, but the real first game that I get I like totally bonded over and got so excited about that you know we almost threw up waiting for it, and um. That we asked for for Christmas, and the first real game that we owned, that we didn't have to go to other people's houses to go play, was Donkey Kong Country.
1: And why am I going to hate that? You hate Donkey Kong Country. I do not hate Donkey Kong Country.
0: You kind of like...
1: I'm just pretentious about Donkey Kong Country. Right, you look down on Donkey Kong Country, but that was
0: like the game. It was the one we, we went and played in Walmart, and we're like so excited existed and then when mom and dad got it for us we just it was the best christmas sure. ever sure
1: i actually remember the first time i saw thanksgiving country uh the another family in our church had set up uh like we were having a potluck or something after church mm-hmm. and you know this is the thing and so everybody's just sticking around for hours and hours and uh one of the families in the church had brought a super nintendo and hooked it up in one of the sunday school rooms and they were playing donkey Kong country and i'd never seen anything like that before and i wanted to play but it was time to go and i was super disappointed but that that kind of uh
0: it was a a pretty game when it came out too
1: sure yes i mean or or it it at least nothing else had looked like that sure yeah certainly not in motion
0: That's what, I mean, I know it was 2D and it's less impressive than it seems, but it just, it seemed really impressive to me. Well, it was impressive
1: at the time. Like, even, even to produce those 2D sprites that they put out, like, to do the rendering in the first place was, was impressive. It looked, it was good art direction, whatever. It
0: still looks pretty okay, it? has got good music. Yeah. I
1: really like the music in the first Donkey Kong Country.
0: Well, and the Super Ninja was Aikenai's first real sister. I guess the Atari existed, but that, I don't know.
1: Hand-me-downs.
0: Hand-me-downs. You could get bored after playing combat so many times. (laughs) Um,
1: Move on to adventure. Move that little pixel around and avoid the dragon. Oh,
0: yeah. But, you know, we didn't... We just never thought our parents would be able to afford that. So, it was... It stuck in my mind.
1: Mm. I mean, that that kind of characterizes the... Like, I've proposed that we call this thing that we're doing here uh, late to the party. And that that probably is one of the biggest characterizations of our entire uh, history with video games is that we're always, like, one system behind. Yeah. Uh, like Now is, is a rare exception to that. We have this fancy new gaming computer that we've been playing on. But even then, we're playing games that are at least a year old.
0: That's true. It, this is the most recent we've been, though. Um, yeah, because the Super Nintendo had been out for years when my parents got it for us. It was not new it was still amazing. They got yeah. it for us.
1: And my NES was definitely a hand-me-down in the Super Nintendo era. And the Super Nintendo... Actually, I got the Super Nintendo after the N64 um, hmm. for some reason. I think. Maybe not. Maybe I'm making that up. Hmm. I was a young child. But yeah, it was another hand-me-down that came with a, a an obnoxious amount of sports games.
0: Yeah. And Isaac got our N64 mowing lawns.
1: Yep. Babysitting for me.
0: Right. Well, and I was deep in the girls can't ask for video games kind of thing. And I just kind of accepted that. And I don't know why. So I always waited for Isaac to ask for everything or buy everything or get everything. And I would, you know, sneak in and uh, steal his video games or play. And I was always more excited about his Christmas list than I was about mine. It wasn't until See, I was like, everything
1: about what you said seems relatively normal until that statement. Being more <laughs> excited for what your brother will get as a gift than what you would ask for yourself.
0: Because I didn't ask for what I really wanted. Yep. Um, and I didn't ask for a game for myself until high school. And what was that? Uh, what game did I get? Well, I think my parents got me Yoshi's Dory? Is that the one? The N64 one? Uh, yes. So I think they got me that one because it was sufficiently girly enough.
1: Lots of bright colors. Yeah. Pastel flowers.
0: Yeah. So I. Poor gameplay. I don't remember if I asked for that if, or if they just gave it to me. Um, The first thing I really remember getting was that Ike, at the very end of high school, like he was leaving and he was taking all of his games with him, and I was really sad. <laughs> So he found me a GameCube online for really cheap, and I got Twilight Princess, which I was super excited to play. Mm-hmm. Um, Paper Mario?
1: Like the N64 one? Or no, no, A no, Thousand no, no, Year no. Door. A thousand Year Door. The one that's still in our cabinet over there, and yeah. that we've like started a dozen yeah. times, right? Yeah, that was one of my first games, too. One day the children will be old enough to appreciate it, and then we'll finally get to play it.
0: And then I was really into getting Final Fantasies. That came out after that. Because that that was one of the main things Isaac and I really got in together. I was, was really Final into Final Fantasy
1: 2 as well. And I, I don't really... Uh,
0: but we started with 7. We did all the like later ones.
1: Yeah, I really had only played the first one for the NES and then Final Fantasy Legend for the Game Boy. And... You know, I was a crazy Nintendo Power kid, but again, even then, still reading it late. uh, I was reading a stack of them that our babysitter's son had in his room, and you know, entire summers spent reading the same Nintendo Powers over and over again. I still likes. Yeah, it's a weird (laughs) thing, like. I've heard other podcasts talk about this phenomenon of the nostalgia that you have for things that you never experienced. And that's totally me with Nintendo Power. Like so much of going back and re- re- or rediscovering old NES games is about experiencing things that I imagined. Oh, because
0: you only read about right, them. Right, because I only knew
1: anything about them by reading tips for them or the guide <laughs> for them in, yeah. in, uh, in Nintendo Power. And it's super weird. But, so like I had an issue that went over uh that went over Final Fantasy 2 for for the Super Nintendo, and I was i I thought that game looked awesome, but like I didn't play it until years and years later, but I had this weird nostalgia for it because I read about it in Nintendo Power over <laughs> and over and over again but it, when I think back about like why I liked Final Fantasy, my reasons don't match up with my memory of those games like my parents would be like, you should go outside or, or no, no, not go outside. You should you should go outside. That, That is a fair enough argument. You should read a book. They, they would talk about uh, how you should read a book. And I would argue, oh no, this is just like reading a book. It's got a story in it and there's characters and things. And you know, I look back at that game now. That game barely has a story, but you know, it's compared to now. But I'm, I'm fascinated by the fact that my child brain looked at that game and thought it was like a story and like a book even though that's what they've become but it's not really what they were at the time
0: well since I started with seven yeah they kind of were that way
1: right all of them yeah by by even by uh by two slash four and and, and six slash uh, three
0: I read an egregious amount in in high school. Yeah. So it was like just adding one more book to the stack for sure. me.
1: Yeah, you're, you're, I'm sure your parents pr- didn't tell probably, you to go read more.
0: I probably should have gone outside more. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that was my problem. <laughs>
1: Something that's worth pointing out is that like we, we don't just have memories of playing games late because we didn't have money. We, we still play games late now. That's
0: because we're cheap.
1: Is it? Because I think that there's another explanation. What's that? So the last time, as far as I can tell, that we got super excited for a game and bought it as soon as possible was a certain Wii game Oh no! that I got for my birthday. And we paid probably twice or three times as much for it.
0: Oh, it was like 120 bucks. Yeah. For
1: the special edition box out of country imported...
0: Oh my word. Worst decision ever.
1: We were of course talking about Skyward Sword. <laughs> we we are not big fans of that game. And I wonder uh why that is. Why f- d-
0: why we're not big fans of that game? Yes.
1: Why do we hate that game so much?
0: Because the sword actually managed to be like worse than Navi.
1: Right. But there are cool things in that game. Like I don't I've talked know. about
0: you forgive it more than I do.
1: I don't forgive the game. But like the the way it handled the little spirit interludes, I forget what they actually call them, but like we've been going back and playing Twilight Princess with the kids, and those little spirit interludes are garbage. But the one in Twilight Princess is actually really good. You've got that sprint thing. The sprint thing is pretty good in general. In
0: Twilight Princess? No,
1: no, no. In, in, uh, in Skyward Sword. Oh, you just said
0: Twilight Princess. I know. I'm
1: comparing it to the terrible oh. one in Twilight Princess. The one, oh. in, but the one in Skyward Sword.
0: I don't even remember. Oh, you played those parts because I didn't like them. Yeah, because so you,
1: you were in your video games creep me out phase still.
0: I still am a little bit like that. Yeah. Just for, <clears throat> uh, to understand this, I have, I don't know what it is. I get easily unsettled by video games if they're too immersive so i'm really bad with like time trials and uh
1: because what's more immersive than pastel colored uh, bird riding link
0: I, you've gotten me to play half-life 2 and think about playing dark souls now but it took a long time
1: yeah
0: i have a pretty bad startle response this is why i like final fantasy <laughs>
1: <laughs> slow and methodical it's not like anyone ever gets killed out of the middle of nowhere I
0: love games where nothing's trying to get you
1: yeah uh so like when i think back about it there's two things maybe three things that are really really terrible about uh about skyward sword the first is the fact that they do not allow you to be surprised at all ever no. so they tell you they, they tell you to go over there and push the block onto the button
0: they tell you how to do ridiculously obvious and easy puzzles
1: Parti- especially if you've ever played a zelda game ever but you know i've been playing minish cap with leo and I'm expecting it to be the same way because it's the same kind of bright colored, child friendly aesthetic. That doesn't bother but, me. But, well, but I'm just relating them mm. and I expect it to be the same way. And then I got stuck for half an hour in the second zone because I couldn't figure <laughs> the out. This puzzle was too hard. Yeah. Well, it's was, it was not that it was too hard. It was good. <laughs> it's because right?
0: you missed a sword telling you how to do it.
1: It's weird to play it the way I'm playing it on a TV with the kids around, but playing it how it was meant to be played as a portable. I think back to when I played Link's Awakening and it's exactly like that. Like I would play that game and all the time I'd carry it around with me and I'd get stuck. And eventually I'd figure it out and make progress, Mm. but it was, you know, I, I would be immersed in it. This is not really how I'm playing this one. So it was weirder to get stuck, but, uh,
0: I just think the story was bad. You know, I am storyline is always bottom line with me for games and they did not do anything good. I don't to know the Zelda mythology.
1: Groose is pretty good. Is that the this the the like pretty boy, slick haired, back guy? He he's has like an arc. Noxious. But he's the only he's Gaston from from Beauty and the Beast.
0: That's not a good with point. a
1: positive character arc. Like he he has a change of heart by the end and ter- becomes a good guy. He's but a true hero up Hyrule.
0: You don't even want Gaston to become a good guy. You <sighs> want him to fall off the roof. Yeah.
1: I thought the story was actually one of the the few it's decent things in that game.
0: Been a while since we've played it, but I hated the backstory to the sword. The sword should have been evil. Yes. If they'd made the sword evil and we were allowed to kill it, it would have redeemed almost everything.
1: I am right there with you. If they had set it like that, would have been the most incredibly. Uh, like, self-aware thing for Nintendo to do. Let if you they, kill the sidekick? Well... Absolutely. N- not just let you kill the sidekick, <laughs> but go out of its way to make the sidekick as obnoxious as possible and then <laughs> have the sidekick be evil.
0: Yeah, then it would have been good. And there's that Weird boss with the big toes that you had to do like four times. So that, that's
1: one of my things is that you fight the same boss fight four times. That's and garbage.
0: Every boss fight, you have to do the same thing to the boss like four times.
1: Well, that's just Zelda.
0: Yeah, but when you have to do the same boss four times yes, and yes. the so same the stuff. so the same
1: boss four times. Of course, repetition is one of the big problems with the game. You fight the same boss four times. You go to each area twice Ugh. rather than go to new areas biggest thing that i think is really like i think you could probably overlook everything else about the uh, about the game maybe not the the helper but that's also something that could be easily fixed you just turn it off whatever that's not a fundamental problem with the game it's just something they did wrong but what is fundamentally broken about that game is the way the sky is segmented from the ground yeah and when i when i read about other people who have positive experiences with that game it's they seem to have spent a lot more time in the sky than we did. We, we pretty much just flew to but the next light and then went down.
0: There wasn't a whole lot there. See,
1: there is, though, and we didn't do any of it. So there's a whole bunch of little, tiny, nothing side quests up in the sky in, on tiny little islands. Like, like fetch found, quests and things. We found or, treasure or, chests. Yeah, or you go down to the ground and you hit like one of those, what do they call them, like the the goddess stones and then they appear up in the sky.
0: I mean we knew about some of these side quests. None of them are compelling. Though.
1: Well but that's the thing because you have to choose to be doing the side quest garbage or the main quest stuff <coughs> you you don't ever see the side quest stuff into, incidentally from point to point.
0: I don't know. I don't buy it. I, just, I, I think you were way more positive about that game than I am capable of being.
1: I don't know. Part of me thinks that one day I'll probably go back and try and play it again. And then you will remember. Maybe.
0: Well, at the same time, you remember that we also got um, Skyrim at the exact same time. And that was good.
1: That was really weird because I think at the time we didn't even have the PS3. Uh, we, We got Skyward Sword and we played through that whole thing. And then I got the PS3 from Mark and went out and bought a copy of Skyrim. And that box became the Skyrim machine. (laughs) <laughs> and I basically did nothing for a good month.
0: I'm sure that's part Except of it. We bought two games with the name Sky in it, and one was super good, <laughs> yeah, and one, of them one was really awesome. sucked.
1: One of them was awesome, and the other one was terrible.
0: Yeah, we played all kinds of Skyrim. I mean, I didn't play quite as much as you did, but I really enjoyed it.
1: I forgot that you played Skyrim.
0: Yeah, I made like a battle mage to contrast with you're always wanting to be a sniper.
1: Yes. No one will see me and I will kill them from a distance.
0: It's kind of fun to just run, run up to guys and whack them, but the game doesn't reward it as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the game is way better as a stealth game. It's it's more fun to sneak around. Of course, that's why we're playing Metal Gear now, too.
0: Yeah, the sne- yeah, Metal Gear sneaking is really fun. So we've meandered a while.
1: Yeah, uh, so I I think that's probably okay to start, and we could probably cut and, uh, and and listen to it and see if it sounds terrible, or if, upon reflection and having slept, we think this is a horrible idea and never do it again. But I doubt that. Yeah. I think
0: I'm going to think that, I mean, if we enjoy listening to other video game podcasts, that we have interesting conversations.
1: Do you listen to other video game podcasts?
0: enjoy it when you show me Uh which ones are worth listening to i'll admit i don't just sit and listen i
1: I may have a bit of a problem
0: i think every time i go looking for podcasts i forget that those exist and i should look some of them up
1: Hmm. so the the last thing that i have on my list for today that i wouldn't be uh kicking off to the next one i think uh is we should probably have some kind of email address that people could contact us on if uh if they were crazy and wanted to ask us questions or tell us to talk about things
0: don't you want to make one of those before we give it to people
1: well yeah but th- we we have time to make it before oh. this actually becomes on the internet okay so we should decide what the what that email address is and mm. then say it right now and then make it
0: what if it's not available
1: well it'll be something at civil oh. so it's whatever we want it to be
0: oh is late to the party at civilfritz.net, not?
1: It's a little bit long.
0: Oh. LTTP?
1: Also fine, but harder to say. I was thinking maybe party.
0: Hmm. Too generic. But party late? Late party. Late party? Late party. Late party.
1: <laughs> I'm not sold. I'm I'm over here with my unconvinced face. I
0: I think it should be late to the party. Late I think the party. that the closer it is to the thing they're actually interacting with, the more likely they are to remember it, even if it's long.
1: Fair enough. Okay, late to the party at civilfritz.net. It is. Woot. Send us your impressions, your fan art.
0: Yeah, <laughs> make us fan. What do you think we look like? Yeah. Man, if we could get someone interested enough in our podcast to invent sketches of us, mm-hmm. just gonna blow up the internet.
1: We may be uh, jumping ahead a little bit here.
0: Everyone's gonna want to listen to this.
1: Yes, riveting content we have. We also need some intro and outro. Da
0: da 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 da. da 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 da. Wait, that's Mission Impossible, isn't it?
1: <laughs> there is a Mission Impossible game.
0: I don't want to play it.
1: No. We, I think we I have it. I don't know.
0: It. Do I want to play it? I don't
1: know. I've never played it. That's another one of the things I read about in Nintendo Power. I have uh, knowledge of the scene that you go down, uh, go down some kind of tall vertical shaft avoiding lasers.
0: What's it on?
1: Nintendo 64.
0: Oh, I know I don't want to play it now. Yeah, it's
1: probably garbage.
0: Uh, is it? Is it the weird fake 3D stuff that all N64 stuff is? Or? N64
1: is real 3D. It's not fake 3D.
0: Okay, the ugly 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is that makes all N64 games look the same. It
1: probably looks like garbage N64 era 3D, yes.
0: Like you could be Mario only... You're only stretched out
1: to look like Tom Cruise instead. You're right. <laughs> no, I don't want to play that. Actually, it would
0: probably be fun to play about and talk about a little.
1: We're totally gonna play it. All right. Bye.
0: Da 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 da. Do 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 So far from home Tell me, are you friend of foe? Ever growing colder I'm just an empty shell Now all hope is gone Left in here to die alone Bannis still the shadows Where all is barren and bleak